Welcome to the Greater Southington Business Podcast, the local podcast that tells you stories behind the products, services, and nonprofits you interact with every day. This episode is sponsored by Northshire Consulting, your local independent investment advisory firm. Here's your host, Brian Williams. All right, for this episode, I'm here at the Live Fit Physical Therapy Facility in Southington. I got three guests today, so I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Francesco Worthy. My name is Matt Mailer. I'm the clinical director here at LiveFit Physical Therapy. And I'm Isaiah Worley. I'm the marketing director. All right. So let's talk. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start a little bit with the history of the company and how you guys got going. Sure. No problem. I guess I should also throw in. I'm a, I'm a physical therapist as well. I help to, to manage a couple other clinics um, in other areas near Hartford. Um, from the history of the company, um, it's about approaching 30 years old at this point. Actually, it's a little over 30 um, it's technically always been family owned. The owner of the company is actually my father. So okay. in a certain sense, I've grown up in the physical therapy world. So I got exposed to it and interested in it and then ended up pursuing it as a, uh, as a career. Um, the owner of my father, he ended up purchasing a single standalone physical therapy company back in the late eighties. Um, and then, you know, slowly but surely as the market allowed and as, as he was able and saw the need and, and opportunity, he was able to expand that to one or from one to, to multiple offices um, in and around the Hartford area. Um, and in 2007, I believe, um, 2007 was the, the opening of the Sellington office. Um, after, you know, I would say pretty extensive communication with both UConn and some of the doctors that we developed relationships with there as well as some of the local, um, the other local couple orthopedics and one of the primary care providers um, that my father had a relationship with for several years. And, you know, after, after many talks, <laughs> trying to convince him that this would be an excellent place to expand to, and they were absolutely right. Um, so we, we opened up here about 12, 13 years ago at this yeah, point. July okay. 2007. Okay. So I think it's an open. Okay. And how many other locations do you have other than this one? So currently we have four offices, um, one here in the, in the Southington area and two in the, in the Hartford region. So one more in the, in the Southern part of Hartford and one more in the, the central or northern end, northern end. Um, and then another office in Bloomfield as well. Okay. And does each office have a little bit of a specialty or can you ha- handle all the same things as locations? So, I mean, both well, Matt and myself can speak to that, but I, I think to a certain extent, you know, any, any good physical therapist would pride themselves on being at the very least a generalist, I mean, they're capable of, of treating pretty, a pretty wide range of, of issues with patients with different diagnoses. Um, we do have some therapists in each office that have definitely gone and, and continued their, their education to get more, more specialized in certain areas. We have you know, a therapist who would you know, be one of the best people to refer to when it comes to like vestibular issues, people dealing with you know, dizziness and um, other kind of inner ear type issues. And so when those things arise, we offer, you know, patients that might be coming to the Southern office like this, and we do have a therapist who kind of specializes in this issue. And we can say, if it's not too, too much of a deal, we can have you drive there. We even have therapists that'll come to this, to this office to, uh, to work with those patients, especially if it's like a, an acute issue that can maybe be addressed. And then we have here in our Southington office, we have uh, Kylie Violet, who's one of our other therapists who has gone and done uh, additional training in women's health physical therapy for pelvic floor issues and things like that, um, that patients would be much more comfortable with a female. So she will travel to other offices or 
as Francesca said, patients would, would come here. So okay. those are some of the specialties that we have at some of the offices. But, you know, in just the everyday physical therapy treatment type diagnosis that we see, we see them across the board at, at all offices. Okay. And we should mention, so we're sitting here at a, in a new facility that is uh, approaching a ribbon cutting. And so how long have you actually been in here? I know you've been moving. That's right. So this office, which you know we're currently at, and we opened right on West Street here, um, behind the Popeyes, it's probably the best way to find <laughs> us, opened on July 19th okay. of just 2019. Yeah. But I, I would have to say, like Francesco opened with, we've been in Southington since 2007. Right. So in this same plaza, there's other medical buildings, and that's where we began when we started out here in Southington. Um, so most recently, we were in a building just 150 yards from where we're sitting now, where the Yukon orthopedics um, are, are housed. And we were kind of tucked away down in the bottom of that building. Um, and that was actually one of the reasons we decided to move up here was for a little bit better exposure. Right. And in the six weeks that we've been here, I think that we've proven that being closer to the street, a little bit more visible to West Street um, has been a good, a good move. Okay. So it was, it was as much about uh, getting closer to the road and getting, getting yourself out there. It wasn't necessarily a need for new equipment or a newer facility or a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was a necessarily a huge need for new equipment or new facility. I, I do think there's, there's definitely been a pretty noticeable benefit in just having the visibility from the street. Mm -hmm. And it, it was humorous <laughs> at times, but there's being around the back, just around one turn of the parking lot, there was definitely more than one occasion where patients you know, we'd end up calling and be like, well, let's just, you just pull around one more turn. So yeah, having, having a little easier, easier time for patients to find us has been helpful as well. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, none of your old patients drove, drove past you and didn't realize that you moved up. <laughs> we we, 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 we have had a few patients who have gone back over to the other building, yeah. um, where we have actually put up a sign that said, uh, you can find us up the hill yeah. behind Popeye's and, and that has happened a few times. And I think it will continue to happen yeah. um, for a while, but we hope that the sign on the front of the building will, <laughs> will lead them to us. And certainly we have had no issues with any of our new patients coming. They right. found us um, more easily than yeah. I would say they have in the, in sure. the past. Sure. So that's been, that's been really good for us. And this, uh, this kind of area really, actually, there's a lot going on here as far as new buildings and, and things happening. So been a lot of additions and all that kind of stuff recently so um so how, how difficult was it to father follow in your father's footsteps and go through all that definitely i don't know if a huge need to go my entire life history but yeah no there was there was a decision decision making point because there was like every teenager goes through the really somewhat rebellious stage where sure. they don't want to follow in you know father's footsteps they want to kind of break away and do their own thing so i you know i went to college like like probably many, many other kids do with the intention of pursuing some sort of different path. Cause I, I got to spend a lot of time around physical therapy offices growing up, helping out, you know, firing and, mm -hmm. um, you know, putting away equipment and putting away hot packs and cold pack, things like that. Yeah. Um, and by all means, I, I enjoyed that part, but I also you know, thought, thought I wanted to kind of break off and try something different, mm -hmm. but I, you know, entering into school and knowing the medical field is something I still was, was very interested in even trying to pursue a slightly different path, more like the, the medical, um, like medical doctor type degree. Um, I realized physical therapy for all the, all the 
the push to try to do my own thing it was still physical therapy was actually where I had the most interest and I enjoyed the most I had everything I kind of wanted out of a career and plus I you know had a place that I definitely knew I could right come back and be a part of again yeah. so it was you know at the time sure I guess it was difficult but mostly it was it was a really great exposure and a, a huge amount of experience that I don't think a lot of people get to have yeah um, did he hire you? Did, did he hire you right away out of school? Or Very stringent go? interview process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. There was definitely always the knowledge that if if I desired it, if this was you know a place I wanted to come back to, it would be there to be a part of and to work with. Um, and so towards the end of my my physical therapy schooling, that's something I began to discuss with him: is coming back and and helping to work for work as part of the company. Okay. And I ended up doing that. So and is he still around? Is he a, a, involved yes, in any yes. way so he's, he's definitely still around and involved he he immediately he does much more if i would say of an overseeing you know ownership type role mm-hmm. um he does interact with patients still on a, you know, a daily basis because he's in our main office or one of our main offices in hartford okay um but you know from a, a patient treatment standpoint he's definitely you know as he has gone he's taken a step back and he's definitely done more of the i guess like i said the ownership you know mm-hmm. managing type role having to make sure every office is well staffed and well stocked yeah and so he's handling a lot of the business roles. Do you handle a lot of the business type activity here? Or are you mostly hands-on? So, all of, so our main billing office is actually out of Hartford. Okay. So uh, all the, the treatment that's done here, we, we send and process the billing uh, out of our Woodland Street location. Okay. As do the other offices. So. Okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I can speak to that's that actually is pretty standard when it comes to any any medical practice with multiple locations. Usually mm-hmm. we have a central billing office. And all our, you know, I have to get too technical, but all our documentation and our, and our billing is all you know, electronic and web-based. So it all gets sent, you know, everyone can kind of um, to work together. Like our, our main billing staff is out of the Harvard office, but everything is kind of communicated to them from the multiple offices around here. So, okay. I mean, yeah, I guess that yeah. that's what I put it. And how are, how are patients finding you? Is it, uh, is it doctor referrals or is it straight, straight to you? So I would say the, the biggest amount of patients we get are from physicians' referrals. Okay, um, that's by far number one way to get people in the door, but it's not the only way. So mm-hmm. patients also have uh, what's known as direct access to physical therapy, um, and that's something that's changed in the last 10, 15 years. Is that they can come directly to us for physical therapy without a physician right. referral. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. So on any time we market, we try to market to patients that they can come to us without seeing their doctor first. Um, so we get a, a fair amount of patients who come to us uh, through what's called direct access. They mm-hmm. just, they've had a pain. They've had something that's been bothering them. They may have had physical therapy in the past and it's helped. And we've informed them about direct access or they, they called and said, can I just come see you? And we say you can. So we get a, a portion of our patients through that. Um, and then we get a lot from referrals from past patients. Right. So, you know, and, and that's what I think here and, and in all our offices um, that we pride ourselves on the most is those type of referrals that come from patients who have had a good experience here um, and would recommend us to their family members, their friends, their church members, something like that, anybody that they know. Yeah. And you do still have to do some sort of marketing, right? So Isaiah, that's mostly what you do? Yeah. yeah. I'm, um, I'm active with the Southington Chamber of Commerce. 
Um, I'm one of the co-chairs on the health and wellness committee. And so we're basically um, trying to engage the community um, and bring out awareness um, for a, you know, what physical therapy is along with the other healthcare providers in town. And um, yeah, we, we try to, uh, uh, you know, use the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce to um, explain to people what we do. Um, and um, yeah, we, we've had a lot of su success through that. Okay. Um, we're currently trying to uh, set up um, different activities that we can do in town um, with the Southington Green. Okay. Um, so we, uh, and we're also using the walking path to make a, the name is, it's still a working title, but I think it's, <laughs> uh, oh wow, yeah. Um, I think it's uh, like Step Into Spring or something along those lines. Okay. That we're, um, uh, and we're working with the Chesapeake Health District to um, make a walk on, on the path that goes to Southington. Okay. Um, we've also been in communication with the uh, Southington Farmers Market. Right. And so we have a table that we can set up and, um, along with other chamber members to uh, engage people going through the, the farmer's market and, and uh, you know, talk to them about physical therapy. Okay. And you've done some some video and provided some other content yeah. too, right? Yeah, we like to do um, informative videos that, you know, uh, maybe like stretching before a hike um, and different um, physical therapy related um, uh, ways that we can help uh, different everyday uh, you know, activities and, and ways that we can help people with different lifestyles. Okay. And it's probably tough to track that a little bit, how the results are, but have you heard somebody come in and say, yeah, we saw your video or we met you at the green? Um, we actually, we've been working on um, uh, the analytics to try to figure out um, what marketing strategies uh, are working with the kind of turnaround is. Okay. Um, I also do like door to door marketing. So a couple times a month I'll go out and, you know, introduce myself uh, to different you know, doctors and healthcare providers in the area. Okay. And uh, it's pretty cool. Sometimes, you know, it's just about awareness. You can go in and say, hey, you know, this is where we are. And, uh, you know, physical therapy is what we do. And, um, you know, if you have a patient that, you know, has you know, some aches or maybe like sprain something, you know, come down and we can uh, take a look and get better. Okay. Do you find there's one, maybe individually you do have your own specialties, but is a group something you do really well? I, after, after talking with patients and working on them for over 15 years is what I do. What I think we offer that is really beneficial to our patients is just the one-on-one the -on -one hands-on care that we give. So our manual therapy is something that 99% of the patients that walk through the door get some form of manual therapy, whether it's joint mobilization, soft tissue massage, manual traction. And these things are pretty standard in the world of physical therapy, but when I've talked to patients, I find maybe they're not always being done, um, but that's something that's being done here. And I think that in addition to proper strength programs, stretching programs, uh, home exercise programs is really what um, allows our patients to maximize their potential with mm -hmm. physical therapy. Um, and I really think that we do a, a, a great job at it here across the board. Sure. That. And I imagine you have a, a network of other professionals that you work with and refer and, you know, whether it's you know, nutritionists and that kind of stuff. I actually uh, just read somewhere that physical therapists are some of the best people to ask 
uh, as far as you know, where to go to get surgery. Okay. Because we are the ones that get to see um, the, the direct results afterwards. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, uh, okay. So you know who all the good surgeons are. <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. So we definitely, yeah, definitely. That that's a great point, Jose. We we do often make referrals to doctors and get asked, "What do you think about doctors?" And that's part of this whole direct access right. program is that we have the training. Both Francesco and I have our have our doctorates in physical therapy, and that training is designed for patients to be able to come to us without having had X-rays, had MRIs, seen a medical doctor. And for us to evaluate them and assess whether physical therapy is appropriate for them, right. or maybe they need to see someone a little bit um, beyond our scope in terms of medical doctors, orthopedic doctors. Um, and so that's probably the most common referral that we yeah. send patients to is either back to their referring doctor or to a doctor if they haven't seen one. Mm -hmm. um, but we work in, we work closely with some personal uh, trainers for you know, that we can progress patients to after their physical therapy, um, massage therapists, those type okay. of uh, type of professions that we also work and interact with. Yeah. Have you ever had a, seen a doctor really screw something up and <laughs> had to refer it to another doctor for a do-over? <laughs> I have not. The answer's no comment. Right? That's right. <laughs> I, I really haven't. I mean, you've seen, you see patients who progress a little bit better than, than others. Mm -hmm. And whether that's the individual patient, their healing process, the, the the surgery that they underwent, it's it's really tough to tell. But yeah, there's there's certainly patients that tend to respond a little bit better. Yeah, um, that I've seen with certain certain physicians. But mm -hmm. from a from a business standpoint, do you see yourself opening up at any other locations? Are you scouting around we, at all? We have a couple areas that we're looking to uh, we're looking to expand to. Um, but nothing's, we haven't broken ground anywhere and, um, it's quite a few years down the road, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, areas surrounding, uh, in, in the Hartford County. But. Okay. And, and capacity wise, you're, you're pretty busy all the time or. So, you know, here in Southington, which is where I'm primarily located, we have, you know, since the move we've, we've stayed fairly steady. Um, and it's encouraging because the time we moved, July, is typically, you know, in in our history here, in the 10 years that I've been here, it's typically our time where we're slower. Okay. So we don't see as many patients throughout the summer because people are on vacation, our referring doctors are on vacation, um, patients aren't electing to go have surgery in Connecticut <laughs> right. at the beginning of the summer. Right. So it does tend to drop off, but this year we have not had a drop off. Hmm. Um, not nearly as drastic. And as we speak, you know, this week alone, we've, we've really seen a, an uptick in our new patient referrals. Really? The calls have come in for next week. So, you know, we're, I'm encouraged by uh, where we're trending and how our, our patient outlook is looking. Our caseload is, is fairly strong okay. here in Southington. And, you know, across the board at our offices, it's always the, the biggest challenge is you know, staying active and busy. Sure. And, and again, Francesco, as the, the one of the main therapists who's in almost all offices can speak to kind of how it is across yeah. the board. I, mean, I think that's, that's probably a challenge to any healthcare practice is, is maintaining your patient caseload, being able to provide the best care possible. Because I mean, there is there's a point where you have to start looking at adding clinicians, adding sure. therapists. Mm -hmm. um, 
because that is ultimately the focus is making sure you can provide that care that's going to keep these patients referring their friends and their family um and i will definitely say yeah this this new location has been pretty pretty well received it seems like at least Good. if you it's indicated by the number of patients that we're seeing new patients that are being referred whether that's the exposure or not and that's the same case with our other offices as well there's definitely there's ebbs and flows you there's times where there may not be a reason, but we, we there's less new patients in mm -hmm. Connecticut. It does seem like summertime, you know, there's there's other things that seem to potentially get put as higher priority than physical therapy. And that's probably the case in any any field, sure. I can imagine. But uh, no, I mean we've business and from a business standpoint, things have been been good. We've good. been able to see patients, they continue to refer and doctors continue to have pretty good relationship with us. So our other offices are are you know, I would say comparable to how Southern has been doing. Um, it's been good. Good. And there's some seasonality as far as the type of things you treat too. I imagine you've yeah, got all course. sorts of winter winter Always stuff are, and, yeah. and golf swings and, and yeah, runners and I, all that I think sort you're of. absolutely right with that. There's yeah. no doubt that, you know, come winter, you're starting to see different types of injuries. <laughs> you you might still see rotator cuff repair patients, but yeah. their mechanism of injury, how they got hurt, we call it. Definitely changes. You're right. going to see more slips and falls or mm -hmm. a little bit more slip on ice kind of car accident type cases um, where you're right in the spring, you're going to see a little more of those weekend warriors getting sure. back out there after being pretty sedentary for the winter. So yeah. a little more of your muscle strains or, or just back aches from people mm -hmm. doing, doing a little more than their bodies may be prepared for. So yeah. I, I think... That's an interesting point to point out, but it's absolutely how we see it. Yeah. I'll, I'll hop in real quick. Sure. Going back to, to kind of repeat, I guess, what Matt was saying, that is that is one of the, the benefits from a patient standpoint of the direct access this last 10 or 15 years, especially once patients have, have gone through physical therapy or especially our clinic when we've kind of talked to them about it. You know, we it's not a funny thing in any means in terms of patients being injured, but after a big snowstorm or you know, any, any other kind of weather event where there's going to be some manual type um, labor involved potentially with getting recovery from that. Patients that have been here before, they don't, they come sometime the next day. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, I was shoveling or sweeping or cleaning up leaves and I did it again. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a nice part about direct access. They know they can literally come in sure. the next day and, and start getting, getting treatment and ideally getting better quicker rather than trying to get an appointment with a doctor and then wait until the next week and the speed of care in that sense has, has really improved. We, we try to cater to our patients to make sure that when they are in pain, we can we can usually get them in uh, the next day. Oh. Um, so we try to keep uh, the schedule uh, sort of flexible Okay. Um, so that when somebody does get hurt or some, you get a flare up, um, we, we do what we can to, to get them treatment as quickly as possible. Yeah. So. Right. People probably call in anticipation of getting injured. Got a storm coming. I better book an appointment. <laughs> I've been skiing for <laughs> right. six years. And yeah. That's right. Didn't yeah, go I as a, I thought it would. We got a half marathon coming up this weekend. So just book yes. me for Tuesday. So. Yeah. There is some truth there. There's yeah. the term I think we throw around at least a month there prehab patients. Yeah. Patients who've gone through physical therapy before and know they have some kind of events or something like that coming up, they, they can actually and have come in. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, pre not preemptively, but proactively sure. to uh, to try to address something they may have been feeling, but now they know they have to make sure it's it's good to go before they go on that long hike yeah. or they go to Europe for three weeks and they want to be walking around every single day. So well, part of that too is um, we uh, we have a, a 
a warm-up program for golfers. Oh. So the different body areas uh, that are involved in a proper golf swing. Um, we actually have a little step-by-step guide to help you warm up because that's a that's a common quick injury if you've ever been out there, especially yeah. you know in the spring. You a couple swings in and you know something starts to happen. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's what's changed for you guys since you started in the profession? I, I imagine the, some yeah. things are kind of different. It's probably more, I would guess, on the on the patient side and them knowing maybe about the direct access and, and how you work with them. Yeah, so uh, that's absolutely one of one of the biggest changes because you know I graduated in two thousand five from University of Connecticut and then went back for my doctorate in two thousand twelve, but been working in the field since two thousand five. And you're right, direct access was I don't even know if it existed then or if not, it was in its very yeah. So uh, it went by state early, by state. It's one of those states. Some states actually, most states have it, but some states still, still don't right. really have a full version of it. Um, but but that's one big change is that patients can now come directly. Mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest change that I've seen is probably from the insurance side mm-hmm. of, of things where there's now almost every private insurance has their own uh, authorization company who manages how many visits are, are given. Right. So, and patients get confused with this. They'll say, well, my doctor is prescribing physical therapy and their authorization company at times will limit them to a certain amount of visits. Um, and that didn't really exist when I came out of school 15 okay. years ago. Um, and that has changed. That being the case, um, with proper documentation and, and when there's a need for physical therapy, with the proper documentation, the patients get the care they, they deserve and really require. Um, but it's just a change. And so that's why I don't want to say it's a negative change. Sure. It's just a change I've seen is a little more of a, a crackdown from insurances. Um, I think is the direct access. Is that looked at differently by the insurance character uh, companies or not? So, I mean, it's all the same. The brief answer is no. I mean, that's, it's actually, it's law. So insurance companies, um, pretty much every private insurance company is, is required, at least in the state of Connecticut to cover direct access. Meaning, you know, when we finish our paperwork and we submit that to the insurance companies for review and approval and and payment, eventually, um, they, they, they will pay for that. That's part of the Connecticut law. So in a sense, no. However, like Matt referenced earlier, as doctors of physical therapy, it's also our job to make sure you know, the services we're providing are, are working, are, are having a positive effect with the patients. And if not, you know, then, then it's our job to refer. We, we don't provide treatment forever and, and, you know, without doing something positive for the patient. So there's a limit, just like, with, like you said, these authorization companies. So after a certain amount of time, then yeah, they'll look, they'll look at that. But that's the same case, even if a doctor had referred them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really just making sure that the physical therapy we're providing is is doing what it's supposed to do. Where do you see business being a little bit different in 10 years, just industry-wide or, or your business in, in general? It's your first long or <laughs> So, I mean, I think, and I I haven't been practicing quite as long as, as Matt has, but in in the five or so, five, five to six years that I've, I've been practicing now as a, as a physical therapist, even in that time, um, it really is echoing what Matt said in that insurance Insurance is, is going to be the, the thing that we're constantly adjusting to um, in terms of meeting the insurance requirements and at the same time being able to provide the care for patients. Because that, 
that element hasn't changed necessarily. There's always new techniques and technology and new research that's being done to, to provide better care for patients. And part of our job as therapists is to is to stay up on that sure. research. That's part of our licenses. We do that each and every year. We further educate ourselves and stay up on the best treatments out there. But insurance insurance requirements seem it's like it's a moving target almost. What they want um, from how we document what we do to how we submit that for for payment from them. So that if, if one thing is going to continue and is expected to continue to change, I would I would think it would be how how we interact with insurance companies and how they they try to manage um, patients' care mm -hmm. in terms of you know like Matt referenced earlier like the, the authorization process, how they approve their coverage of the patients, what they want to see from us as therapists, and our ability to to kind of communicate with those insurance companies effectively is that that might be the biggest. Thing that uh, affects patient care overall okay. if we can do that well and I think from the clinical standpoint um, in treating patients over the past five years there's new treatment techniques manual therapy techniques that have come out um, one of them that's kind of a hot topic in, in our world is this dry needling yeah which is you know a, a form of kind of trigger point release in the muscle, a way to decrease muscle spasm and pain in joints or around joints and in muscles. Um, there's a technique called Graston, which is something called an instrument assisted soft tissue massage. And these things are new in the last five to eight years where they weren't around when I was here. Yeah. So I think you're always going to see things like that. There's another modality where there's something where there's rest we're restricting restriction, blood yeah. blood flow restriction to muscles that we want to rejuvenate or to stimulate after surgery and that's something that's that's probably the newest out of the three okay. i just mentioned that i i still need to look into um, but when i think of the field it's it's on us to to stay up to date sure. with that go get certified francesca and i are in the in the works for becoming dry needling certified mm -hmm. so we we can offer that to patients and I, I don't see the field completely turning away from those manual therapy techniques I was speaking of earlier to things like this, but having the ability to offer this to our patients in addition to those treatments, I think is where I can see us going in the next 10 years from, yeah. from a clinical <laughs> standpoint. Yeah. How about anything from a technology standpoint? Are you at the point where you're you know, doing some preliminary work remotely or Skype or any of that kind of stuff? So. That is that is definitely when you talk about like where you see it going in the next five to ten years. That is a huge field of all healthcare in general, like telehealth, um, and the physical therapy. I would I would say we have a little bit of insulation from that, and Matt, you know, Matt may agree, may not. Um, but I mean, that is we we're in these groups, we're in these different um, part like associations where they they'll give advertisements to to kind of get trained in part of the, the physical therapy telehealth range. But to us. To a certain extent, physical therapy, the name physical therapy, there right. is going to be some, many times, oftentimes, the most benefit you're going to get is from some kind of hands-on. Right. Well, there's, I think there will be a place for, for telehealth when it comes to physical therapy and that remote care that physical therapy can provide. Mm -hmm. There, I think it'll be tough to fully replace mm -hmm. the actual injury. And again, I think that's a great question. And a conversation I literally was having two days ago with a patient whose wife is about to go for a total hip replacement. And he was asking me about this program where the doctor is saying his wife doesn't need the home therapy anymore. 
he can she can go online and there's a program out there where they're instructing her on the proper exercises and stretches post total hip replacement specifically that would eliminate the need for the home therapy and and even quite possibly the outpatient physical therapy and i told him i don't necessarily agree with that yeah. but it just kind of speaks to what you're asking about i think sure. it's a great question that there is some degree of it um but as Francesca was saying, the, the hands-on benefit of the manual therapy that we offer and try to provide every patient, it, it can't be replaced through, you know, telecommunication or any programs like that. And that's, I, I feel pretty strongly about that, but they are out there for certain avenues of physical sure. therapy. I, I would, there's you know, also something that, you know, where you can, you can see something going on as they're doing this therapy and, and have the, the ability to correct it. Whereas, you know, if you give someone a, correction, you know, a, uh, you know, a video to follow, there's no, no difference between someone going home and buying P90X and then hurting their back because they were using a terrible technique. So, right. right. So I would say like from a positive, at least one of the positive sides sure. of technology and advancement, we, I mean, even 20 years ago before before technology has gotten to where it is, we part of our physical therapy, you know, services, interventions, we, we try to provide patients with a plan for when they're done working with us. And that's, we call it like a home exercise program. Like pretty much every patient you'll see in this office, any of our offices would have that home exercise program as the kind of one of the, the final things we send them off with. Um, and that really has just kind of grown leaps and bounds. Some of the, the programs that we use as a company will email or will even text phone um, to their phones you know, videos of exercises that we've gone yeah. through in here first, where they can watch them again on their phones as part of their weekly plan to kind of make sure that whatever problem we solve for isn't going to be a long-term thing. And that part's been nice. I've I've definitely tried to embrace that yeah that part of it and being able to send patients, you know, emails, texts, things like that that they can kind of make it much easier for them to follow along with. Um, and that probably wasn't around, you know, 10 or 15 no. years ago. It's not to the same extent it is now. And I imagine that'll become more of a two-way thing. Now, while you, now you're watching them do the exercises. It definitely is. There's programs sure. out there um, that, that do definitely allow that. Patients can mm -hmm. actually send feedback, like, I did this and it felt this way. And we mm -hmm. can we can talk through them remotely, like, this is probably why, or maybe you need to come back in. That doesn't sound right. Um, so that's definitely, yeah. that's definitely there as well. Okay. So you do have a ribbon cutting coming up on the uh, on the 18th to celebrate the new facility. Anything last you want to talk about uh, before we finish up? No, I just invite anybody out. I, we've been spreading the news to our current and past patients. They're more than welcome to come see the space. Uh, it's a great space. It's really, I feel very fortunate to uh, to call this the place I get to come to work every day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I live here in Southington. I'm part of this community. I, I love the community. I love the the office here. So I'm, I'm really proud of it. So I hope people can come out and just to see it and just find out a little bit what we do. Um, and come down if you have any questions. If you're having a little bit of pain, you have I'm, I'm we're all here to uh, to help. It's what we do. It's why we got into this field. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd encourage anybody just to come out and see us. Um, and it doesn't have to be right at the ribbon cut. You come out anytime. Sure. Our doors are always open to just come in, ask questions, see the place. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about that day, the, mm -hmm. this, the 18th and, sure. and really yeah, the future. Here, yeah. So new is always nice. It's always bright and clean and all <laughs> that kind right. of stuff. So it's always exciting. So absolutely. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you.